Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. We are live. Carl's <laughs> um, just nipped for a wee. <clears throat> so... It's great, this. And then all of a sudden, it's all right, mate. There's no one watching yet because I think it's all the advert thing. So I'm just going uh, oh, to chat for a couple of minutes. Yeah, because you yeah. just nipped off for a week. And funnily enough, I just got back. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Good morning. Um, we are here to discuss the Newcastle game. Um, it's kind of a, a bit of a sort of therapy session for everyone involved now, isn't it? I think so. Um, yeah. Myself, Smarty, Jay, and Carla here. Welcome to the Baradian Cup from the Auto Know Better podcast. We'll run an intro and we shall crack on. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a leader in bastard. Like some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensel player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Morning, chaps. How are you doing? Are you both fresh and well after yesterday's <sighs> wonderful day out at the Peacock as well? Afterwards, it was nice to see you both. Oh, well, here is Carl. Carl's muted. Carl's looking confused and scared. <laughs> hey, well, right, lovely, mate. We'll, we'll he were working five minutes ago. He's gone for a out. he's gone for a tinkle and he's come back and now he's looking all confused. Uh, Jay, lovely to see you again, mate. Yesterday, did you have yeah, a good day? Yeah, you too, mate. You too. I, I, I enjoyed myself overall. I were a bit pissed off at not winning that game, but you know, you're always really angry, and then you come. I am. A little bit. <laughs> I am, when, yeah. Once we've seen you, we've put his arms down and you say, come on, mate, it's not that bad. You know, That's just what I need You seem sometimes. to lighten up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I need that. I need that. I'm yeah, just I'm a bit upset that you pissed off before I really got to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's no. probably a good thing, really, because I'd have probably made you more angry and then sent you off on your way. Probably, so, yeah. Carlos, how are you doing, pal? Are you well? Doing all right, chat. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not as angry as, as Jay. No, 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 I was actually fine this morning. Right, Brought the dog right. for a walk. 
I would rather go for a walk. Yeah, I'm not Surprising, drinking eh? beer and it being sunny. I mean, this size of my head, you know, it's like it just soaks all the sunny. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, fucking hell. Um, chaps, yeah. we drew with Newcastle two all yesterday. Um, I thought we were a half decent game, to be honest. What are your thoughts overall on the performance and the result? <clears throat> go on, I, Carlos. I, I, be honest, I was actually quite uh, happy with the performance. Um, we had good spells where, you know, we, we looked like we were going to cause them a lot of trouble here and there. But again, we'll touch on it later. It just comes down to our, our finishing and, and leaving ourselves a bit open at the back when we do try and attack. But it does seem to be more under control uh, at the back than it has been in, in recent months, uh, which mm. kind of gives me a little bit of confidence. Um, and I like I'm still... Like you can call me what you want, delusional, whatever you want. I still think we're going to stay up because I think West Ham, they're going to be fixated on a second leg, might win that. Then Spurs, well, let's be honest, they're being very Spursy at the moment. Like So why the hell not? Four points there from the last two, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm upset about elements of that game, but... Overall, like, you can't knock the team performance, I don't think. We 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 matched them, more than matched them at times. Mm. We, we didn't go in there looking like a shite team against the top team at all. We we gave them a real fight, and for me, we had large parts of that game. We were the better side. We, we were doing the same shite passing at times and giving the ball straight back to them, putting ourselves back under pressure, but we seemed to deal with that better than we have in the past. And like Carl said, we, we seem more solid at the back. We're not all at sixes and sevens anymore. And I don't know if that's... All at sea. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's partly because of the keeper change and it's calmed them down a little or, you know, if it's just something else that Sam wants to implement. But, um, yeah, they, they look decent at the back. They Furpo were a bit mental again yesterday. Um, and... <laughs> That fucking penalty. And, and, I mean, I'm, I'm still upset. I'm, I'm still really upset about this. And we can't the get... fact that he handed the ball after being fouled, or the fact that Patrick Bamford spooned one. The fact yeah. that Patrick Bamford spooned one. I mean, I, I, I feel kind of bad because I've proper, like, I've proper slated Bamford about this. But there's also an element there of the management shouldn't have let him take it. You know what I mean? It, that's on them. Hmm. But I'm, I'm just an opportunity, so though, isn't it? It's him. an opportunity to get your striker to score a goal and give him that little confidence boost. But it has an it adverse is. effect on it. You know, if he if he does what he did yesterday, it all goes to shit and goes downhill. Although I don't think he played that badly. I mean, in pa- let's talk Patrick Bamford standards. Pat Bamford, Bamford standards. Mm. I don't think he played. I don't think he played poorly. You know, he were, he were, you know put mm. the cross in for the first goal for you know. Yeah, that was that. decent. Rodrigo, Rodrigo header that he saved, and then uh, Luke Ayling blasted it in. Mm. Although that said, if if Bamford had probably been on the receiving end of that one, he'd have probably fucking hoofed it over. Or <laughs> he'd stuck have skied it, it wasn't he? <laughs> so I'm kind of glad Ayling was there to just tuck it away. And I, he manages to miss well. the unmissable. It's a yeah. special talent that he's got. Yeah, Leicester. Oh, I, I would have been I disappointed just... in in Ayling, to be fair that he didn't go and do the Robbie Keane with Robbie Keane. I mean, what's that all about? <laughs> I saw the replay of the goal there this morning on his celebration, and that's the first thing that came to my head. He was like, he's got the dude there who can show him how to do it properly. Uh, yeah. Just waiting he for fucking do it, man. 
You're just waiting for for for, for Spurs game when he smashes uh, in the winner in 80th minute and he goes mm. and does Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane's there at the side of him. Doing it Robbie well. Keane joins him on the side. I mean, that's what I mean yeah. <laughs> going back to Bamford, I, I, he didn't have a terrible game, but there were things that he did screw up for me. Like there was one where there was a ball put over the top frame and he should have crossed it. And instead of doing that, he booted it straight out for a goal kick. And there was the penalty... You know, it's those little things that take away from an overall performance. Do you know what I mean? I mean about leave the, shot, bad the taste. Shot He just completely um, spooned it into cop, didn't he? Yeah, and the the yeah. problem I've got with the whole penalty thing is like people like yourself will say, "Oh yeah, it's a, it's an opportunity to get your striker back on the score sheet, get him firing for these last games." You know, that'd be great. But mm. Bamford's a person that we've already seen proven can't play under pressure. He was banging goals in when there was no crowd. And ever since, he's just not been the same. And I don't know what's going on with him, but he's not hes not a man to put everything on his shoulders when, when the chips are down, do you know what I mean? Not for me. Hmm. See, I, 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 I tend to disagree with that. Uh, sorry, just a sec, Schmerk. No, I tend to disagree no, with that um, Bamford and no crowds thing. I don't think that's, that's anything to do with that at all. I don't think it's anything to do with him not being able to handle the pressure. I just think he's just in a... His headspace isn't right at the moment. Mm. He was out for a long time injured, a mm. uh, very long time injured, came back, scored last season, out again. You know, um, he's mm. had a, a horrific run of kind of inconsistency with his timing from when he's been fit to when he's been injured. And you thought when the World Cup was on, he'd come back after that, but he was still bloody injured. Like, you know, so... Yeah. Like, I'm, I, like I'm not sitting here defending everything that he's, you know done badly or, or you know anything like that but I think you kind of have to look at it from if you were in his position and your head's gone you want to take that penalty you want to take it because you want your head to get in a good space and the only way to do that is by scoring goals now he yeah, did get, get an that. assist Absolutely. which which would probably do his, his confidence the world a good as well but overall I thought he had a very good game yesterday in spells like he, he, he held the ball up well there was an instance in the first half um, where he held the ball up on the wing and there was two two Newcastle players around him. Now, Bamford's role, in my opinion, in that team is to hold the ball up and bring players into the into the attack. And when he was over there and he was surrounded by two players with no out ball because Ailing hadn't progressed up the pitch far enough and, and McKinney didn't offer himself in the middle, he lost the ball and there was people around me like giving him grief. And I was like, he, he's got no option there. What, what What's he meant to do? Like, you know, you can't... You can't look at Bamford and put it all on his shoulders in that respect. So, I think he, uh, I think he done all right yesterday. Um, mm. As a, you know, I, I used to play up front Sunday league, obviously. But if you're having a bad spell and there was a penalty up, you wanted to take it every time, every time. You just mm. want to smash it and make sure that it goes in. Just unfortunate. Nick Pope's a very good keeper. You know, yeah, he is a very good keeper. And, and as it's one a of the comments, we came up against um, I think it was Stu Nick that yeah. flashed up across the screen there. Yeah, Bamford didn't technically miss it, you know, it was saved, but you'd expect a better quality sort of pen. I mean, you just look at, I mean, Wilson's, I mean, the second pen, well, I'll, we'll go on to that, but the first pen, he tucked it nicely. I mean, Robles nearly got an hand to it as well, you know, it, it was close, yeah. but. When, when you look, I mean, for Bamford, and I don't want this to be a Bamford bashing pod because, you know, I think mm. over the course of the last few seasons, really, we've, we've said what we need to say about Bamford, you know. Um, yeah. But when you look at when you look at the, the contrast between Bamford and, and Callum Wilson that were, you know, it's just chalk and cheese, isn't it? And, yeah. you know, it's only a couple of seasons where you, you could have put a piece of paper between them both. 
Yeah, definitely. For, for the quality and the standard that they were both playing at, and now it's just like, holy shit. You know, yeah. they, they, they literally couldn't be any further differences. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you look at it from, from that sort of view, but like you said, Carl, you know, Bamford's just missing that, that, that confidence. However, at this end of the season, this, this crucial time of the season, we've taken Melier out of the team and put Robles in because his headspace is clearly fucked. And for the same mm. exact reasons, why aren't we doing that with Bamford? And using That's him, exactly what I said on Twitter. Or, or, or maybe even like, rather than bringing Aronson on, not that I've got anything against Aronson, we've said enough about him as well, but rather than bringing Aronson off to try and you know make an impact, mm. why not bring Bamford on? Because those defenders know on his day Bamford's a good player. He play, he holds the ball up well. His shootings there thereabouts sometimes possibly. He's got he's got one in him so to speak. But it gives the defenders something to think about as well. Rather than having to run mm. around after Rodrigo, whose movement I do believe is probably slightly better than Bamford's now. Mm. I, 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 that that's my personal opinion. You know. Yeah, and the goals, the goal tally this year, you know, it, it, it's there. It's there for everyone to see. So I would, I probably start with Rodrigo up front, uh, and then bring Bamford on um, later in the game. But I'm not a coach. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man, in that sense. But it, it, it's uh, you have to show some form of confidence in your striker. If that striker then gets a goal, that lifts the whole team, not just his confidence. He sees the team buzzing around him then as well, and that that runs right through the team. Um, now I understand Rodrigo is our what's twelve goals this season. Um, if Bamford's not on the pitch, Rodrigo takes that all day. Yeah, um, but yeah, because does. again, it's it's like what we've already said though. Mm. If if Bamford's the main man and people want him to believe he's the main man, and when he thinks he's the main man, he's on top of the world. If he takes that ball, it's like anyone else. If you if you if you're the number one striker, which Bamford is our number one striker, the number one striker takes takes the ball and puts it on the penalty spot. I think uh, Allardyce said in, in some of his post-match interviews that, you know, it, it was the same before he joined, um, you know, so he let it go. But however, it might it might change going going into the next few games if we hopefully, we may get some more penalties, hopefully we won't give any away. But that's a separate conversation. And I'd give it to Rodrigo every day. I was sat, I mean, obviously mm. I sat in South Stand with you and it were, you know, it were right there and I was literally hiding behind one of my mates like that. Oh, I, I couldn't look. Like that. I couldn't, I, I, I was like, he's going to miss this. I don't think there were many people in the whole stadium that thought he were going to, that he were going to, but I was praying. No, everyone around me thought praying going to miss it. Because I think he'd have gone on to, to, to have probably a few more cracks at it. And I don't mm. think he spoons shots like he did, you know, shooting the other way in the, in the cup and stuff. I, 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 but it's, it's it's one of them. It's a confidence game. We ain't got much time left. We need to react and make some sort of changes. I think for my, you know, personally, we drop Bamford and we bring Rodrigo in, put him up top. Maybe have Nonto playing behind him as a number ten, or even some of their loss. Make some sort of changes. Where's Again, Ruta? That's... What's he doing? That's, that's Peeling a oranges. Convers... <laughs> a conversation for the uh, main part. I, I think I <laughs> most expensive bloody tea boy that's... that we've ever had. The thing is, though, lads, you know, it's, we've seen it time and time again. When a new manager comes in, you can't make that many drastic, drastic changes. No. I mean, they've clearly seen, or the, the, I don't know what how he's performing in, in training. We'll never know. But there's clearly something that's stopping him, putting him on the field or putting him, in, you know, especially in a starting position. Yeah. It might be one for next season. Who knows? But there's clearly something not, not clicking there. I mean, mm. it's... But then again, yeah. as, as, a, as a, when a manager comes in, you can't make too many drastic changes because it just blows everything out of the water. The guys won't know what to do. You've got a completely different striker playing in a position where Bamford or Rodrigo normally play. 
So it's like, do you really want to make too many drastic changes because it could go absolutely to properly to shit? Or, oh, yeah. Good, yeah. So far, so so far, so you know, so good. We 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 played pretty well. I mean, on the whole, the performances haven't been that bad. Mm. Well, yeah, I'll tell we, you yeah, what. I, I wanted to win that game. Like, it, it, if you'd offered me a point before the game, I'd have, I'd have been like, oh yeah, sound. But watching the game, I'm I'm really disappointed that we didn't win it because we we should have done. We we're on top of it. But before sort of Allardyce came in, I I don't think we got out of that game under Javi at all. No, no. I think it had well, just I, I been think... another Melier horror show and a collapse. I think I think like you, like you've said, Gracia's time was well up. You know, well and truly up on it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, you couldn't see any sort of points. I mean, given given the fact that they've, they've sacked him with four weeks to go, says you know everything that the, you know the board were thinking as well at the time. He should have gone sooner, but we said that yeah. again, you know, about Marsh as well. But I mean, what what can, what can you say about it really? I mean, it's a, it's the last throw of the dice. And we are, he's, only we got, are. he's only got a short amount of time to be able to change things around, and like I said, the last throw of the Allardyce. And, it's, and it seems to be yeah. working. I'm, I'm more confident now with Allardyce than I wanted Gracia because when when Gracia are in charge, after the Palace and Bournemouth fixtures, I was like, right, we're down. That's it. There's, there's no coming back from this. That's us done. We'll probably yeah. set another record for May for you know you know getting most goals in May against us and fucking unreal. But now I've got a little glimmer of hope with Allardyce. Um, hopefully, all the other fixtures. Um, this afternoon go our way as well. All the results. God, I'm, I'm nervous as hell watching all this. Yeah, hell of a. And the fact we have to wait ever. till Monday night as well for all this round of fixtures yeah. just to be complete. Well, it's, I think I think Forest are probably probably going to survive now. It's definitely Possibly. between us and Leicester and Everton, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. you're probably right, but we'll see. Anything could happen at this point, and like teams will win games that you thought they had no chance in, but then lose a game that they should have won. And yeah, it's just the way it goes. We're we're, we're gonna we're gonna struggle from here, I think. But poor old uh, Paddy is gonna get absolutely destroyed if we go down because people are gonna blame him because of the miss at Leicester, the penalty against Newcastle. I mean, I'm fuming with him <clears> still, but it's not all on him. Um, but people can things, be angry, like you said. Those things didn't help with Bamford. People those are the things people focus on. The it's well, going to be Melier and Bamford it. that get it. Mainly. He's not the fucking reason why we can't transition the ball from defence to midfield. No, that's it's not, not Patrick Bamford. But he can't the finish from midfield. To, yeah, but and I he mean, has cost us. I mean, you look but at, other you look players at have cost us too. It's strikers. You look at the way we're playing now. Lumping a ball up to Patrick Bamford against Man City and lumping a ball up. I mean, fucking both Man City. What, what is that is going on there? What? Is that you, Carl? He's dog licking your mic or something. <laughs> no, he's down. I muted him and it's gone away. Well, obviously, because he's mute. What, what, what? No, I was just checking if it was coming from Sound like you were, uh, Sound like you were rustling in the bag. Really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my chair, isn't it? <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was, it was like... I've done nothing. I haven't have on barely moved. Yeah, yeah. I've completely lost anyway, it's gone. It's, it's gone. It's gone. But uh, yeah. Newcastle and, uh, like I said, Newcastle and Man City are very, very, very good defensively. They've got some great centre-backs. So lumping a ball up, you know, in that kind of fashion to Bamford, I mean, it's it's a recipe for disaster. But I don't think he did that badly. I really, really who was, don't. Who was their centre-back? That big lad. He's fucking absolute monster of a chap. Like, like a frigging, like a bungalow. I don't know what he was, like the gable of a house. No, it's upstairs. Um, 
it was it was mental. Like and, and like you were saying there, Smarty, it's like why are you lumping balls up to him? Big when he's and not the, going to win them balls, like at all. Some someone suggested to me. I think I can't remember who it was in in, in Peacock. It might have even been Luke. It was either Luke or Lindsay, and they said that Bamford bullies defences. Mm. I went, sorry? What, like online or something? Because <laughs> you don't do it on pitch. Let's be right honest. Uh, well, you don't do it on Twitter oh, anymore, does it? You don't do it on Twitter anymore, no. Because Colin Sloss bastards. says, uh, the, the crowd people... died after the missed penalty and the one we gave away. Yes. I've been awesome to Lent and after half time. Yeah, we were great, you know, until all happened. Like, it, it was so refreshing to watch us, like, compete with a top team like that. So refreshing. Mm. It showed me that these players do <clears> give a fuck. They do care. I got even Paul McKenney had a great game yesterday. He yeah, was, yeah, he had well. a really good game. Jamie yeah. yeah. blasted that shot over because it would have been hilarious to see him score and everyone, like, fucking cheering him and that after all the shit he's had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It were not to be. Yeah, yeah, Sven like, Botman yeah. was the was. Oh, oh here we, here oh, we go. Carlin is crackling. I'm not doing it, and I'm literally sitting here. Do you know what I think it is, Carl? She's using a fucking phone to do a podcast. You're not supposed to fucking tell people that, dickhead. You're not supposed to be swearing <laughs> too much, anyway. It's bloody. It's only there could be kids listening to this, lads. Hey, sorry, kids. They know better than keep that. Going, Sorry, like, sorry, man. Like, there's only one dad here. This is the thing. Like, there's only one yeah, responsible yeah. Yeah, dad. You that's guys it. don't like, think about that. I, I can swear in front of the dog. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Where more, where more men behaving badly and you're yes. like Mr. unruly, dad. uncouth individuals that you are. Something like Absolutely. that. Yeah. How did you <laughs> think the referees got on yesterday? The refereeing <laughs> team got on yesterday. <laughs> the the is, <laughs> in the green. <sighs> Are we getting on to this one now? Like, this is... Yeah. I'm sick of like, He, he was shocking. Yeah. I got, he... That, that ref yesterday, the ball twat, was absolutely shocking. That, like, there was... What was it? That the foul on Ailing that led to their penalty was just unreal. Like, how did the linesman, who was five feet away from it, not give it as a foul? And then the referee to not give it as a foul either. Like the ref, the ref yesterday was absolutely shocking. To not see the foul on Furpo for their second penalty, yeah. Even though he looked at VAR, it's like what, 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 what like that the incompetence is unreal in referees lately. And I, I'm still convinced that conversation we had last season where uh, is it gone again? <laughs> it's gone a bit weird. I don't know what I'm doing here. Not, you know what, here. Carl? It's upsetting me that much. I am going to rebuild one of my spare laptops and I'm just going to like bring it to your house and force it on you and make you use it for the rest of the season. We'll start a GoFundMe. We'll, go, <laughs> we'll do a GoFundMe for Carl so we can get him some proper gear. Unless yeah, there's anyone yeah. else out there that works for a tech company or anything like that that wants to donate a, a laptop to Carl. Poor Carl. I'll, I'll, uh, what I'll do is I'll take a picture of my setup so that people have an idea as to what's going to work and what's going on. It's probably it. um, it's probably the microphone bit on your headphones rubbing on your yeah. top. All oh, right, how's that? That better? Just leave it away yeah. from it, will you? For now, it is. Right. But we'll see. If we, we need, we need a little, right? So we need to make a little stand out of cocktail sticks for your microphone. <laughs> so just... Get a big, get a big lump of cheddar out of the fridge, Carl, and just stick a couple of cocktail sticks there and make yourself a little U-shaped mic holder. Mm, that's it. Uh, only cans. He's got an only cans, as Carl. <laughs> it's just pictures of him and dog with a lot of empty beer tins around him. 
That's all right. I can do it. That, that, that's some, that's some heartwarming sculptors. quality content. <laughs> Fancy sculptures made out of tins of carlin and shit. Like, just laying around his room. Oh, look at this. It took me three weeks to build this. Oh, man. Um, I, I think oh. that the, the refs gave give miles too many um, free kicks away in the first half. It was just mm. ridiculous. It was were, it were ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't help that Newcastle were throwing, literally throwing themselves and falling over and down. I mean, the, uh, it was nice to see a, a ref actually book someone for diving. Um, I can't remember yeah. who it was. Um, I think it was I Isaac, was it? Would it uh, yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it was yeah. nice to see him actually, you know, you know, do that because there needs to be more of that in the Premier League, especially against these wankers like, you know, Newcastle because, fucking hell. It's so they have to, though. It's players a- like that. He had such a bad game up to that point. He had to fucking book someone. Like you know what you I know mean. What? He was, he was terrible. He was it's absolutely funny. shocking. That's the worst ref I've seen at Ellen Road all season. It's funny he's been how a, he's been there a couple of times. It's yeah. funny how differently like both sides see it because I've got a mate who's a Newcastle fan. He's over in New Zealand, so he will watch it at like four AM or something over there. So I'm, I'm going to put it down to him being tired. But yeah. he reckoned that. The ref was all right. It was us stopping play every time they attacked. We were just trying to break it up. We were fouling on purpose. Um, he seemed to think I was making it up when I mentioned one of their players doing a flying knee on Ailing when he were on the right wing and took him out. So he didn't acknowledge any of that. Um, and he seemed to think that Furpo should have been sent off ages before he was. And yeah, I mean, that... I, I, I disagree with pretty much everything he said. I thought the ref was shocking. I thought the fact that Ealing got fouled in the build up to that penalty and it wasn't even checked. That's the worst part. Because yeah. if it's, that's not a clear and obvious error that has led directly to a goal, then what is. How many times this this season have we seen, and not just us, you know, other teams oh, yeah, have been yeah. affected by them kind of decisions where they've not actually looked at the build up of play, they've just looked at mm. the actual incident. Yeah, yeah. And completely but there seems missed to it. Be, there seems to be a thing with this where, like, like that handball against uh, where Arsenal or at Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, and he passed Trent Alexander's through ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. His elbow. But and they, they seem that... to say that if it doesn't directly lead to the goal, then it, it's it doesn't matter. But how does Even it, it did. directly lead yeah. to it's the part goal? of the build-up play? The yeah, exactly. consequent play doesn't happen without those events taking place. So mm. I don't understand where the cutoff is for this direct involvement and how they define that because it's bollocks, and we still haven't got that thing about audio being released and. decisions explained which is what we were told we were getting that were publicly said and it's just disappeared again because they they don't want to do it because they know they they look like arseholes yeah Uh, Cole Swan Toast in the comments makes a good point he said his Newcastle supporting mate thought the ref was giving us everything was he watching the game with his eyes closed was he because (laughs) we might have the same mate Cole Slaw does he live in New Zealand because that's that's what mine was yeah she's Um, in the house <laughs> yeah. Hey, Julie's, Julie's here. Look. Sup, Julie? Uh, she's up early. <laughs> Did you hear the Newcastle fans singing um, "You're Not Fit to Referee" after we'd been singing it? Did you hear them no, sing that? I didn't notice. No, it was only, it were, it were only a mumble. Much, to be fair, I'm surprised you didn't. You're literally only five seats behind me or whatever it is. Mm. But yeah, we, we were singing "You're Not Fit to Referee," and then they were like. <laughs> you're all looking at like, what the fuck are you saying, man? Yeah. Even bloody everything. Shut up, yeah. idiots. Um, but I'm um, well, just going to say the, the disallowed goal. I mean, you could clearly anyone with a pair of eyes that weren't aren't blind could see that it was miles offside, a good couple yeah. of yards yeah, offside. Yeah. And it's like 
Oh, it's a goal. Oh, they're celebrating. Oh, we'll just we'll just trot back to where it was and we'll put his flag up. We all it's knew. Bizarre, isn't it? We all knew. Everyone in South Stand were like, why? Like shouting at, why aren't you putting your flag up? I would just wait. Yeah. People screaming at him, Why aren't I you putting your flag up? Just put your fucking flag up. It was that yeah. obvious that I wasn't worried about the fact it had gone in because I, I knew it had to be overturned. The thing is, as well, like, I don't need that. Like, like that, that, that's one of the most absurd rules they've introduced is that don't put the flag up until the phase of play has ended. How many times have we nearly seen players get injured yeah. through uh -huh. the phase of play up to the point where the linesman's like, all right, that's it now. It's uh, And you're like, that, that it's, it, it's, it, it's taken away from the flow of the game by not just getting it up straight away so you can get the ball moving again. Like, Goal scored yesterday. I'm glad it wasn't a goal because you could clearly see it was offside. Like, but yeah, yeah. you got to put the flag up. You've got to like. We've spoke about it before, and it about like what's going to happen when someone does get injured when one of these passages of plays allowed to continue when it should have been stopped. And I mean, what happens if like someone two foots through one of your players and should be sent off, but then the game's pulled back? So does yeah, that yeah. erase what's just happened, or do they still get a red card? Or for me, just, I mean, it's like, stupid. It causes more ambiguity. You should just put it, the flag up if someone's it's off. It's stupid. It's stupid. So say say you were caught offside, right? But the flag didn't go up. But mm. then we broke, for example, and then went and scored at the other end. Mm. For example, what happens then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you play? Do you play advantage? What are, What are the rulings are, are around that? And you know, I they don't know themselves. Well, exactly. It's down to interpretation, isn't it? It's bollocks. Mm. I can understand waiting if there's players if you want to see whether they get involved in play. But when it's a guy who's through and he receives a ball and he's off, it, like nothing else doesn't is of any consequence, he's off, so put the flag up. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, just, don't get, I just don't get it. If, if, if Obviously, they'd have attacked the ball. Um, sorry, if they'd attacked the goal, we, we gathered up the ball and then and went to play out. Then, do they then put the flag up? Oh, you were offside, so don't matter. Yeah. Or did they just play on? Did they play advantage? I, I don't get it. I don't understand. But I don't think we ever will. But yeah. at some point, at some point, that will happen, and then we'll let it'll probably be us to be fair. And then we'll end up getting a chuffing goal at the other end, and then they'll come back for offside, and then there'll be yeah. absolute hell on chaos. Oh, you're yeah. offside. Yeah, but we'll play advantage. Yeah, but you know, probably won't happen, <laughs> it, But you know what? But they're not explaining the anything, so it's fine. They'll just brush it off, like whatever. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. The ref's decision-making yesterday was terrible anyway. 
It, it, oh, God, yeah. Th- there wasn't any kind of decisions that you could look at and go, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. The only one he got right was when, uh, was it Wilson was going off, being subbed off, uh, or someone was going off for Newcastle, and they were going the long way around or whatever, yeah, and he yeah, booked yeah. them. That was the only thing, sure. Bamford was walking straight off towards the halfway line. Joe Linton comes up behind him and yeah. pushes him in the back, and the ref doesn't do anything. Like booked the consistency, Bamford. you booked mm. Bamford. And it's like, you, you, you're absolutely off your tits. Like, there's there's absolutely no way he should be allowed to ref a game. Like, he can't absolutely make a straight right. decision. Like, and I don't know who's assessing these guys because they need to be checked as well. Like, PGMOL or whatever they're called. Well, they're an absolute joke for an old yeah, anagram. Are. They well, certainly are. A statement. Oh, we're really sorry that a referee is a shit and incompetent. We'll try yeah. harder next time. And then it doesn't, yeah. nothing changes. Nothing changes. Um, well, anyway. I see that you've started a few comments, Jay, so I'll go through them. Yeah, um, yeah, go for it, mate. Poor Carl, uh, Jamis says, always gets blamed. To be fair, it is it is Carl that does get blamed because it is Carl that's in the wrong. He's got a dodgy back. <laughs> um, and I put a picture of my setup up on uh, the, the pod account for everybody's eyes, just so, you know. You get the you get what the lads are <laughs> are bitching and moaning about. Oh jeez! Is it Daniel LUFC Ramsey says Rasmus was immense yesterday. Looks better at centre back. He had a cracking game yesterday. Yeah, Absolutely. he actually totally does. Agree. Yeah. Or is yeah. it or is it really, just really the really magic impressed. of Verber can turn anybody into a player that's next to him? I think it's. Do you know what? Like, I mean, obviously people have said you know defensively we're a lot better on the whole. I think with Robles, I think with Verber being back at centre back as well because we always looked better with Verber in yeah. the team. Um, I think, you know, that sort of accumulative, you know, team and the way we're setting up, I think it's just uh, miles better. Yeah, um, certainly the keeper and centre-backs together look really solid now. Cock in midfield was a surprise, but I'd say he did better there yesterday than any time under Bielsa. Possibly. Mm. Possibly. But you've got a coach um, in, in Allardyce that, you know, he loves to defend. And he and he and he marks himself. You know, he praises himself on his uh, on his on his defensive sort of strategic strategical fucking soirees. Can't speak. Um, can't speak. You can understand why going off yesterday. It was very. It was a. It was a good defensive display compared to previous previous games. Mm. Yeah, we're so, well, um, solid. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Paul Senior, uh, saw it on the square ball earlier that it's mathematically possible for us to be relegated before we kick off another ball. I think that, um, yeah, possibly. I think that well, is possible. That, that's providing that Everton beat City and I think um, Leicester, who, who are Leicester playing tomorrow? Liverpool on Monday. Liverpool. Is it Liverpool? Yeah. And then obviously because we, we're a Sunday kickoff, all the games, you know, going there, going there favour next weekend before we play. This is it's ridiculous. highly unlikely. Highly unlikely, but yeah, like you said, mathematically it could happen, which is but, fucking great. But if it does happen, swan. if it does happen, there'll be a West Ham ticket for sale Saturday night. Just go anywhere. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. I'll drive all that way just so I can boo at the bastards and tell them what I think. <laughs> boo. Boo. boo! I'll take a boo. I'll take a megaphone and a vuvuzela. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <clears throat> were you happy with the formation yesterday? Four three three. I thought we were all right. I thought it, it did the job. We looked good, so can't complain about that. Yeah, it's straight, I, I. It's a straight yeah. passing that fucks us up, not the formation. To mm. be fair, I think our, our our passing yesterday was probably the best I've seen all season in relation to completed passes because that there was no there was no kind of panic 
on the ball in certain areas of the pitch where normally it would have been just get it away from me. I I don't want it. Like obviously we had a few of those, mm. but not not the consistency of of what we've been looking at all season. Like under Marsh, it was just ridiculous. It was like they weren't they were just playing the ball into a certain space and hoping to God someone was there. They weren't even looking. Like yesterday, it looked more. It looked I, I want to say organized <laughs> in a way, but not to get too ahead of yourself either. Like you know that kind of way, but. Mm. I think um, Foshaw coming on. <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought Foshaw saying uh, Greenwood was okay first half and then Foshaw second half worked better. Yeah, much better. Foshaw was yeah. rock solid. He's a Rolls Royce, isn't he? Man, do you remember that down in the bottom corner um, near the away fans yeah. where somebody <clears> got through and Foshaw came fucking busting a gut back and he fucking tackled it. They were uh, Saint Maximan, the bandage yeah, yeah. man. The bandage man. More, more bandages <laughs> than frigging player there, didn't they? <laughs> the mummy. Um, but he's, he's, I mean, if it, it, it's one of them lads, isn't it? I mean, his contract's up at the end of the season. Mm. Do he's, apparently he's interested in signing an extension as well. Depending on what league we're in, do we do we take a gamble? I mean, on his day, and we've said it time and time again on this podcast, especially. You know, he's such a good player. He's yeah. such a good player. It could like a lot of people will say it could find friggin' space in the crisp packet. You know, he's he's that mm. good. But because of his inconsistencies with his injuries and stuff like that, is it worth a gamble signing him again for him to get injured in preseason again and then you know well, sit on bench for if we, don't, so, for if, we don't, if we don't give him a contract, how much do we spend getting someone else to fill that squad spot? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think you've got to weigh that up. I, I don't see him as the the future going forward for us, but he's definitely someone I would keep in the squad. Because he he, mm. loves, he loves the club. He's mm. been in these fights with us. He's done it all with us, and he's good experience to have. And you know that he's he's reliable. He's solid. He he won't let you down. He, he might not be spectacular, but he'll come on and he'll do his job and he'll he'll do it well most games. I I I, I thought uh, when Forshaw came on yesterday, I thought I think I might have said it to you in the pub afterwards. I thought he 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 epitomised the Bielsa mentality. With yeah. the way he played, with how aggressive yeah. he was in the press when he no, needed I... to be, that challenge you were on about Jay on St. Maximum, he he cleared sixty yards to make that tackle. Like, yeah, and against know, Maximum could... as well, yeah, who's, who's a bloody good player. He, yeah, when I saw when I saw him come on, and obviously he trotted over to the left wing, and thought, oh, Elin's going to have an absolute, big <laughs> and he, he deployed the ailing flops in, in <laughs> yeah, circumstances. Yeah. To be fair, because all he did is, you know, he, he basically played them at their own game. As soon as he felt a hand or anything, bosh, straight over ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a, there were a, there were a young lad. I, can't, I don't know what his, his name. Um, the young lad from Newcastle that came on. Oh, and, that uh, blonde he, he up, Yeah, the blonde lad. No, no, not 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 Gordon. Not Gordon. There were no. there were another there were another kid on on left hand okay. side. Oh, okay. Um, and they were having a bit of a tussle, and soon as he felt a thingy, bosh, he was down up floor. Bing, free yeah. kick. It's like yeah. it's like you've just been schooled, mate, in the art of the. Floor. <laughs> <laughs> the art of the yeah, floor. He, he did it about four or five times. It was great, and I love that when he does it, he grabs the ball straight away as well. Yeah. It's like yeah. you have to give What's, him a free kick, um, then, you know. What are your thoughts on Furpo now? Because apparently it wasn't a second yellow card he received, it was a straight red, apparently. Was it actually? Apparently so, yeah. So it's not actually just for, a game ban. Just oh, for being oh, pushed oh, in the back that. and giving away yeah. a penalty, he got yeah, a, yeah. a straight it's, red. It's, yeah, yeah, a straight red. Well, we'll surely we, that, surely we, we have that. to appeal that. I, I hope so, but that's that's what I've seen. Um, I don't well, know whether that's the case. Yeah, I don't know. I don't to know if there's any truth on that one. 
if that's correct, the ref's done us a favour there without realising it because we wouldn't have been able to appeal if it were a second yellow. Mm. Now we yes, can. True. So, yes, true. Uh, fuck that bent twat. <laughs> Um, so given that he might be oh he probably will be missing for the next game um, Mm. who do we play or what do we play I think Matt um, it was a straight red card Um, if Cooper is back I would go with him Rasmus and Verber at left back I'm not sure mm, what what are you we could put Strike back there Strike Strike had a quality couple of minutes than he did at centre back at any point this season. Mm. I don't know, me. I, I think well, you lose a lot of the uh, going forward uh, momentum with strike at left back because look, he, he was getting into it quite a bit. To be fair, when he was playing there quite regularly, you could see him getting more confidence to get forward and whatnot. But I think he's been out of the starting eleven for a little bit too long now for mm. it to be just a natural thing to fit back in and give us that bit going forward again. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, I'd, I'd maybe look at, um, like Rasmus has played left and right back for Salzburg before he came here. Or was it Leipzig? Salzburg. Um, yeah. Before he came here. So he's played both left and right back, you know. Salzburg, Leipzig, it's all the same. Red ball, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'd look at maybe putting Rasmus to the left and trying to limit the changes that you make at the back really try and limit the changes because it seems to be working whatever we're doing at the moment with you don't, particular you don't players. Mess, you don't mess with that goalkeeper and centre-back pairing now for me for the rest of the season. So you'd leave Rasmus in there with Verber? Absolutely would. He's not done anything wrong there for would me. You, so you'd put straight, straight, straight in at left-back then? I think so. Mm. I think so. I think if you have strike at left-back <coughs> and then you have... Um, Harrison in front of him. Harrison will cover a lot of that ground that Strike maybe won't. He'll he'll do the running back and picking the ball up deep and stuff. But you see, I that's think, that's I where we that lose works. the impetus going forward. Like if if Harrison's having to drop that deep, then we lose that out ball to Harrison because we're uh, we're you know we're we're use we're I don't know to a degree. But if you've got we're, say yeah. if you have two up front, say you can have a guy come across into that corner when needed and you've still got a guy in the middle so mm. I think it can I think it can be made to work certainly in our uh, Brexit I'm, 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 I'm inclined to agree with, uh, with with Matt if I'm honest I think if Cooper <clears throat> Cooper's probably the best choice out of him and Strike How I think no, I, and I, well, I, I'm not a Cooper eight ambassador, are you? Um, <laughs> you used to be. I, 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 I was, <laughs> the I only one with a clear conscience I here. Was, <laughs> I was briefly when we got into the Premier League because we were having a couple of nightmares. You do change your mind briefly. a lot, you don't you, smarty? Like a change my knickers, mate. <laughs> uh, but if Cooper, if Cooper is back, then I would put him um, as centre back with Rasmus, which I'd never in a million years thought I'd say. Mm. Um, but it, it depends how he wants to change it. I mean, he might completely change the style against against West Ham because West Ham are poor. You know, they're down mm-hmm. at the bottom of the league. We, we, we've just played the, the teams we've just seen. They've just played Newcastle and Man City. Yeah, it might be a completely different setup. So we don't know. We, we're just we're just guessing, aren't we? Would you yeah. give that a go? That Colesaw says Harrison at left back and Nantawar Harrison at left back instead. Didn't Marsh oh. try that once and it it didn't That's end well for Harrison. Yeah, but didn't Harrison's everything Marsh tried go wrong? Harrison's yeah, not. We're not looking to repeat this. We're not looking to repeat the same mess, mess messed up mistakes. There's no, you know way. I mean? There's no way Allardyce puts Harrison at left I, back. Yeah, I, I, I can't I, see I, it. 
I don't see him closing a guy down in the corner and blocking shots and crosses. And yeah. I just don't think that's his game. He's going to just get bamboozled trying to sort of hold somebody in the corner and tackle him. Cop playing as holding mid meant McKenna could get, uh, sorry, could play as an advanced eight. That's why McKenna looked a proper player. Like we've already said, McKenna looked really good yesterday. He, yeah, yeah. he was getting fired in. I also think, you know, I, I love the fact that he's getting proper fired into stuff. And Rodrigo. It's like he's got a new fire in his belly. Yeah. Do you think his I mean, mate spouting off has motivated him to put an effort in and show that he does give a shit and he, he can be a good player for us? We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of controversy around this, isn't there? Because mm. one, on, one arg- on one hand, you've got that argument that, you know... It, because of the backlash he's had from the fans and on people online and his mate running his mouth on, on social media, has that thought, right, I've really got to pull my finger out here? Yeah. Or is it because, you know, a change of a couple of coach well, obviously he didn't play under Marsh, but, you know, change of style, change of direction, change of, you know, everything, really. Mm. Is, it, is, it, is it an improvement because he's been now playing in his proper position further up the field? Or is it that kind of... Putting himself in a shop window for the close season. <clears throat> that that Possibly. kind of worries me a little bit that he's played well when he's played further forward because that just means he's very limited as a as a footballer if he can't just drop deep and play in different yeah. roles, you know, in midfield. So although he did but play that, quite that well yesterday. Go on, mate. Um, sorry, carry on. Sorry, on. Um although he did play quite well yesterday, it, we we have to look and assess that particular side of his game because if he's if he's that limited, then you're going to be carrying a player unless they play in you know he's he's not going to be able to move around the midfield and and perform mm-hmm. at the same level as he is when he's played further forward you know, so we kind of have to look at that when we're assessing whether, you know, who we buy to play in behind him now as well like because we can't play well, him in the other position anyway, you know. I think he's gone regardless. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, yeah, we're probably the, the box, the box midfielder. I think they'll mm. negotiate a break in that deal somewhere. I think they both have. I think it probably be best for. Both I think players. we'll end up paying Juventus a few million to let us out of it, rather than paying the I full. Think we already have. I think we've already given them an initial loan fee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just we'll, we'll, we'll pay some sort of penalty charge to break it. I think that's what I mean. I don't know. It might be worth just not paying anything and playing blind ignorance again. For, yeah. <laughs> well, no, for see, best. See, see, see that worked well last time. Um, yeah. just, for me, we were promised um... a box-to-box midfielder, and I think that's mm. due to the backlash was because that we weren't seeing that from him. You know, defensively he seemed slow and uninterested, and attacking he didn't seem to offer anything. But something's clicked, and he now mm. seems to offer. I mean, he gets stuck into these challenges. He gets proper stuck in, and he looks mm. to he looks to he, he looks to just be playing a lot better. But you know, who knows? Who knows what it is? Yeah. But, um, do you think might that have? Yeah, do you think what that have had a lot to do with who was playing behind him? Like we had Cock and Foshaw playing behind him then, who he can probably have the most confidence in to be able to defend and, and play in that position to give him that freedom. Do you think does having those types of players around him have that much of an influence on him, like on, on how he plays? When you've got that, that experienced head with Foshaw, and obviously mm. that, that, I mean, it were playing with Rocker. I mean, Rocker's come under a bit of fire, aren't he, this season? For, for mm-hmm. his, his his abilities and their lack of abilities, he, he seems to go missing quite a fair bit um, sometimes in games. Whereas, yeah. like he's, like you say, you give him the kind of the license to be uh, you know, play a little bit more freely in that. But we don't yeah. we don't know, mate. There's been that many freaking changes. We don't know whether we're coming <laughs> or bloody going, do we? Nobody knows what they're doing or what's going on, do they? It's so crackers. If you had to do like a season review 
of this season, right? You could be taught, it'd be like War and Peace. It's going to be a long episode, for, for, God, it's just mad, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that, that's it depend on, depending on how we finish off this season, I think we'll be fine. Like, But um, that's that's going to be an interesting pod either way. Oh, it really dice, is. You know, I'm dissecting this. I'm oh, you're down it. Oh, you're swapping. Yeah, he's yep. gone swinging in his caravan. Keys, keys in the boat. Keys swapping. Keys swapping. <laughs> in the Lynn Peninsula. Pamela's uh, yes. growing outside. Lynn Peninsula Whites. Um, I, I'd, just like to, uh, I'd just like to ask who Richard supports, because he, he seems to be having a pop at us about a few things in the uh, comments here. Nice little pop yeah, totally. United. Yeah, totally. He says, uh, just for the audio, guys, seeing Smart has just read that in his head silently. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about the Leeds United fans going into the Newcastle technical dig-out, that's what he says, and push Eddie Howe? He needs to be banned, Ellen, and Leeds United. I think he means banned from Ellen Road. And Leeds United need to be fined letting him onto the pitch. I don't think we let him onto the pitch, Richard. Yeah. I think it's not like someone opened a gate and said, go on, mate, go, fucking chin, go and chin out for us. I mean, Have a go there, lad. You watch any football match, there's not a solid line of security around the pitch and there are no fences for obvious reasons these days. So yeah. these things are going to happen occasionally and I don't remember the last time I saw someone get on the pitch at Elland Road. So it's not exactly like we're a bunch of animals that are always like kicking yeah. off and jumping over barriers. So yeah, I mean, the guy were an idiot for me. I don't know what he hoped to achieve. Yeah. I don't know why it's Eddie Howe that he had a go at. If he were going to have a go at anyone, he should have gone up West Stand and had a go at Rads, do you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, he's been banned for life, and rightly so. And I don't think anyone on this podcast is going to condone yeah. what he did. So, no, I mean, if you're it... in the field of play, then you deserve your lifetime ban. Because it's yeah. has, it, has he got that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been. he was arrested oh, and he's been banned. Yeah, Gilly keeps his email to see if he's got on season ticket list now. <laughs> I've moved further up the line. <laughs> oh, look, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gilly. Uh, <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your walk. Um, <laughs> I was looking at a couple of stats earlier. Um, fouls. We had 16 and they had 14, yet we picked up four yellow card, cards and a red, obviously, for Furpo, and they only picked two. So some would say that the referee was being slightly biased. I mean, we've already covered the ref, but I mean, fucking hell. That that doesn't make for great reading on the part of the referee because, quite frankly, it just shows how inept he was throughout the game and that should be used to down him to the championship yeah. or something for next season for the first six months. Because oh, it, 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 for him to have a performance like that and then you can see what the stats are and you're like, exactly. how has he done that now? Let's be honest. That is possibly one of the worst performances from a ref I've, I've seen. They had 14 free kicks and we had 13. They had 14 fouls and we had 16, yet the cards completely tell a different story, don't mm. they? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like the guy had an agenda. Almost. It's almost Imagine. as if when the South Stand started singing who was the Geordie in the green, there might have had a tad of accuracy <laughs> in that. But, uh, a little bit. Little Dodge bit. Projects says it's my birthday, mm. 28th. Hopefully stay up. So, yeah. If we don't, we can blame him. He's cursed us. If we don't, he's, he's got a birthday to celebrate anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'll be a great birthday for him, won't it? Jesus Christ. Hopefully Just get blind drunk and don't remember. Underpants and socks. That's what the Jeez, rest of us yeah. will be doing, isn't it? A, a link um, set. I've got, I've got to give a special mention to Robles 
for yesterday. I thought he were great. He was like an yeah. absolute lunatic. He would gene the crowd up. He were getting people going. He were bollocking players when they didn't do the jobs. Yeah. I thought he were great. Really enjoyed yeah, seeing that from him. That's what the I want to see only, from a keeper. The only, the only thing I was a little bit apprehensive with was when he started to dice a little bit with the referee at the end when he was going to... <laughs> I thought he were brilliant. He got, it, yeah. he got a booking and then he continued to just push his buttons a little bit too much and I was thinking, if you're not careful the way yeah. this guy's officiating this game you might be walking sunshine. The guy who's on next to, he says oh, this ref, he don't need any excuse to give you another card, stop, you just calm down, yeah, exactly. come on. And, and, I like, and then oh, would have had Papadom flappy wrist come on in his place and probably <laughs> lost about fucking 6-2. So, the other, I, I was watching uh, from behind the goal for their second penalty and um, he was pointing in the right corner where he put it, uh, Wilson put the first one and the lad next to me was like, he's going straight down the middle, he should just stand in the middle, he's going to go straight down the middle. Did you and see the... Was did like, you see the- <sighs> Did you see the guy, one of the the goalkeeping coach at, uh, on the bench scene like that? He went, he literally went like that. Did him. he? Yeah, and 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 Robles saw him. I think that's why when when he when he dived right and he went straight down the middle. Of why he was so well? Obviously, he was so frustrated because he'd conceded a pen. But I think mm. if he'd have just, but then again, it takes it takes balls to just stand there. Imagine if he'd have just smashed it and just caught it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. After all, shit he were giving him as well. Yeah, yeah that's have been ruined. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, all in all, chaps, I'm, I was quite happy with the with the result. I was quite happy with how we played. I'm not so happy. I mean, obviously, we couldn't do anything about the second goal because it was a, a penalty. But the the first penalty, it kind of falls into him, doesn't he, a little bit? There's kind mm. of a bit of a tussle. They kind of fall each, over each other and then Verba comes in and kind of cleans him out. But <clears throat> if we need to stay in this Premier League, we can't be giving up sloppy shit like that. Every game. Mm. That's that's three penalties in two games. I know. Yeah. I know. It's not good. And Bad, it's like it? I said yesterday, you know, in, <clears throat> in isolation, we got a really good result there. But because of the situation we're in, we needed the three points, really. And I'm really gutted that we didn't get it. And I'm, I'm just nervous and worried now. I'm, I'm going to be like a nervous wreck for the next week. You know what See, I mean? I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm, just, I, I, I'm really I, worried. I, I think there were fine margins in the last two games. Like, mm-hmm. McKinney's header against City, you know, if that goes in, it's 2 all. Like, we get that goal at the end, it's 2 all. Even though they've missed a penalty, they've missed multiple opportunities, that's, you know, that's the fine margins, you know. And then the one yesterday, again, Bamford's penalty miss, they get two penalties. They, 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 like, they didn't have a sniff, really, apart from the two penalties. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's I saw it. some stat about Callum Wilson on, on Twitter this morning and I was like, they, 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 they were talking about him like he had this unreal game and he was on par with Haaland and he was this and he was that. And it was like, he didn't do anything except take two penalties. He didn't do yeah, it. Yeah. And had they, not been like, given, had they not been given those penalties, I don't believe they would have got a draw against us. But they they didn't score from open play, apart from an offside no. goal. No, no. So we no. win that game two 0 regardless of whether Bamford misses the penalty or not. The referee. Mm. I'm not trying to say that all the blame lies to the ref. We have to take some responsibility as well as a team. But the the two penalties, they they didn't do anything else. Yeah, there was nothing no, else yeah. that worried me in the sense like it was Man City going forward when they were coming forward against us. You know, there was nothing. I didn't feel worried. 
at any and point. If, like, And if we can restrict the third-place team who are trying to secure Champions League football yeah. to just scoring from set pieces, penalties, then why can't we go out and beat West Ham? Why can't we go out and beat Spurs? And yet I'm the mental one here and you're the worried one, like, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> it's all right, that's it. Jammy's looking I'm, Cheers, I'm, I'm more confident going to these next few games, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, like you say, I we've, am we've, li- we've limited these top, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, the two teams from the top three of the Premier League, and we've limited mm. them, like you said, to, to you know, we, we managed the game against City, I thought we did really well, but like you said, to, to come away with that result after the way we played against Newcastle, we should have mm. we should have been two 0 up after that penalty, and we'd have been absolutely cruising. But unfortunately, yeah. that's that's football. It's it's you know evident of our season's gone. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely more optimistic for West Ham. Oh, special yeah. mention for um, that free <laughs> kick that I think was it Trippier did that went straight to Ailing at the end of the box. We just passed it to him basically. Oh, yeah. him in the game. <laughs> that was something yeah. we'd do normally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, chaps, um, a good game. Looking forward to uh, West Ham away, even though it's in London. But, um, I'm going. Not, so I know. Well, I, I hope. I hope you have a good. Uh, I hope you're going to oh, take a lot of luck. I hope so, mate. I hope so. Thing is, though, like we we haven't had the worst kind of records or performance going down to London recently. Like we've done, we've not well, done badly there. Whereas normally well, we've been getting hockey. Brentford last season, you know. No, no. Well, this, yeah. yeah, but the thing what I'm saying is, like, we went to Spurs. We lost four three. You know, we we went we to Chelsea. Yeah, we we lost two 0 but they had a dodgy penalty as well. You know, they're they're, they're not they weren't performances in London like we're used to. Mm, yeah, you know, and they've got a and, European, and we won um, final as well to play this week, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and we beat them last season in their place. Well, no, it's the so, second leg. It's the second leg of the semi. Yeah, but still, they'll be yeah. playing the best team though, won't they? It's not like a, a bloody FA Cup tie or anything. Oh God, no! Yeah, they, no, no, they, they won't be playing the youth. They will be playing their best players, and then a few days yeah, later, we now play. So don't, you know, don't they get into the Europa League next season if they win that? No idea. You do get something for it. You get into another competition. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's tiered. Could like be. if you win Europa League, you go to Champions Probably League. Is. If you win Probably Conference, is. you go to Europa League. I think anyway. Probably is. Maybe it's something mm. you can discuss on uh, this week's podcast, Jay. Maybe so. Maybe so. It's. Um, I believe it's you two and Gilly. In is fact, it? no, it isn't. It's Gilly, it's Gilly, Jay, and Luke on this week's oh, wonderful. the Auto Know Better podcast. Like a rose so between sure, two thorns. I'm sure you'll be able to dig out some facts for that one. Um, but unless you've both got anything else to say, I think we've rambled off for a uh, rambled off, rambled on for an, 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 well, enough time now. We're nearly <laughs> an hour in. I think we've yeah, done so. it to death. Um, have you but got it was a nicer to podcast to today. You know, it was a yeah, nicer, yeah. more to take into the next game positivity than actual previous BNCs like yeah, so, to, uh, you know. confiscate any razor blades off Jay or yeah. anything like that so. yeah, that's it. it's nice to see that it looks like the curve has now flattened out and may be starting to go back up maybe two games maybe. lads that's it point against West yeah. Ham three against Spurs We're, and Rob has conceded the same number of goals against Man City and Newcastle as Melier did against Bournemouth just think about that Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about yeah. not slagging players off too much, like, and then you come out with something like that. Excited again? Not slagging them off. I'm just saying we we're on the upward curve now. We're at trajectory. I think Jamie loves this podcast too much. If I'm totally honest, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's corrected it there. <laughs> we need people like Jamie. Yeah. <laughs>
we do need people like Jabby. Thank you to everyone else in the comments that have uh, kept pinging in and kept it, kept it going and interacting with us. We do appreciate you. Um, if you haven't done already, please like and subscribe because, you know, we, we, we're growing as a channel and we're doing all right, you know. We started out with about five people that used to watch us and now we, we, we're getting quite a few. So uh, thanks for popping on and getting your comments in. Chaps, it's been an absolute pleasure. Go and enjoy your Sundays. And like I say, the guys will be back on Tuesday for the midweek podcast. But until then... I will bid you farewell. Take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independently united podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at AutoKnowBetter with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.